Well, tough night in sports last night. The NBA teams, our teams lost last night. Both of them. Warriors. What? Yeah, Warriors oh. lost to the Lakers. Oh. Knicks and lost. Knicks to the lost. Heat. Knicks lost to the Heat. So, you know, crap. Four dollar bill doesn't have a team to. Bradley doesn't have anybody to root for. You know how we can brighten our day? Do I do. We can do the show. Time for the bro show. You're here. You're here just on time. Welcome, 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 welcome. Season 12, episode 20 of the bro show. Hey, John, how you doing? Doing pretty good. Hanging in there. Looking good. Looking forward to a ding dong dilly of a show. That's for sure. Yeah. Coming down. Well, I'm excited. You know, we're, we're winding down. We've only got maybe five more episodes after this week, maybe it's four or five. We got six, for this yeah, season, six, 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 one, six. six. Okay, that means we got to come up with six meerkat stories. That's going to be interesting. But we're um, capable. Yeah, we can do it. We are capable. Uh, I've received a lot of good feedback on the meerkat stories, and that we're doing a great job. So uh, okay. I, I, yeah, I that would, would, would be sweat it. It gives me the motivation to move on. Yeah, yeah, I think we can do it. So speaking of Meerkat stories, this is a little inside baseball for the new, new listeners. Hey, look, at, we have a season. We have a six-month season, and every season we choose an animal. Okay, this season, it's the Meerkat. All right, yep. we have Meerkat t-shirts, merchandise, but we also have a Meerkat story every week. Mm, yes. Right? That's yep. what John was referring to. We also... Oh, we have a word, a word we learned doing research that we will share with you. And thirdly, we have a segment called Two Takes. And this is two views of a story, usually a pretty big size story going on that week, either in the news or in sports or in film. We have a lot of we're pretty broad ranging as far as two takes goes. And last but not least, we have two count them two. Groaners, these are bad yes. jokes. Bad jokes. Yeah. Mm. Yep. So, yeah, that's what we do. All right. So hey, yep. you know what, John? People want people have been asking me, hey, how do we get to your show? Not hard to do. Bro yep. dot show. That's all you need to know. It's, uh, eight characters typed on your you know little keyboard. B R O dot S H O W, and it'll take mm. you right to our website which is a Substack, which is the really coolest place to get your stuff published and you can subscribe so every saturday morning just like the cartoons you can get an email in your mailbox it'll say it's time for the bro show around 11 o'clock you'll get it yeah so yeah central time of course us so that's the deal john it's not difficult Hey, sounds good. Easy to get to. I like to always give that out the information when I get a chance to. Yeah, <clears throat> all good. Hey, uh, you got anything on about the belt? Maybe I do. I do actually. I'm not topless today. It's a little okay. too chilly in my room here to do that. I've got season of the rat. Ooh, those were the days. That's for sure. Good sure. Wow, that was good. How about yep. you? Well, I decided to break out my uh, bear shirt, the one with the bear driving. That bear should stick his. I don't know if he could stick his head in. No, no he's going to get. He's going to get pulled over. He's going to get pulled over because he needs to put his head inside the car, or else get a convertible. 
Well, he's wearing uh, sunglasses, though. So Yeah, that could be a way of maybe he's going incognito with the glasses. That's a, that's yeah. an excellent point. Yeah. Well, but you have to do that better. when you travel. Yeah, it's a good shirt because it's got the uh, three-quarter length sleeve, so you can wear it like in the mm. you know, maybe in the fall. Could be a little crispy outside yeah. and put that shirt on. Yeah. All yeah. good. Yeah. Such a deal. Cool. Hey, uh, we hey, have a sponsor, hey. don't we? Hey, we sure do. We have a, a, a sponsor, uh, Animal Legal Defense Fund. And this wonderful organization, 50C3 nonprofit, their mission is to protect the lives and advance the interest of those wonderful critters out there, whether they be domestic or out there in the wild. Through our legal system, they accomplish this mission by filing high-impact lawsuits to protect animals from harm. They give out free legal advice to other attorneys, then train their prosecutors, and also support any tough animal legislation. I was just reading uh, with respect to some of the stuff that they do, and they were able to to talk a zoo, uh, excuse me, a circus. What? Into replacing animals with holograms. What do you think? Wow. Well, they're, well first of all, circus, it's going to be an upfront expense, you know, for the circus, but they're going to save a lot of money on feed. Meerkat story. Meerkat Mere, Mere story. I'll tell you what, we've actually uh, looked at the list of the potential stories we had. One we, we were kind of stumbling with, and with cigars, we ran into a team Meerkat cigar. The problem was we felt we needed to smoke that cigar before we did a show on it. It would be kind of yeah. it would kind of be false advertising or you know, it would be phony, it would be artificial to do it that way. So sure enough, we decided we looked and found a organization, a a a company called Community Cigar. We've got to give a shout out to these good old boys down there in Athens, yeah. Georgia. Because yeah. they uh I've talked to them several times to learn a little bit more about the cigars. Their delivery, I mean, their service was incredible. Uh, you got your cigar probably in three days, three or four days. I got mine. Yeah. So we were both we were able to uh, to get our cigars, uh, have a chance to smoke them, and it's all it was all good. And uh, we don't want to go too much into the details of of cigar. We don't want to do a cigar one on one, but we need to make point out that these are Dominican cigars. They're hand rolled, and you pointed out something about the shape of the cigar. Well, yes, it, it's this is called a box press. What they do is they, uh, you know, back in the old days, they would pack these cigars in wooden boxes. In fact, cigar boxes, wooden cigar boxes is a whole thing. They make guitars mm-hmm. out of these boxes and uh, they are really nifty. So let's say visualize a nice little rectangular box. Somebody is rolling a cigar over here at the rolling table at the factory. And as soon as they finish they put it in the box directly while it's still somewhat moist. Yes. Because you have to moisten the leaves of a cigar to get them to roll. So they put them in the box, a little bit moist, and they pack them in there tight, John. Because of that, profile cigar is no longer round. It's Ah. square. Square. But they call these box press. Box press. Box press. And, you know, they're going to be hanging there, aging for these cigars we have aged for six years. And the they other do. thing that maybe gave us uh, uh, some challenge was that these cigars came out in 2020. So the idea of us being able to get cigars made in 2020, I, I just couldn't imagine that. But sure enough, uh, Community Cigar came through, and uh, they have dif- different uh, sizes of cigars and, and cigars in terms of length and uh, you know circumference, et cetera. Oh, and yeah. what's kind of yeah, and th- if you're going to look for what's the con- what's the connection between Beercat and the cigar. 
actually not a lot. Uh, I think one of the things they do is they've got different names, names for different shapes. So they took a, they take a subject such as an animal, the meerkat, and then decide, well, what are some of the characteristics or some of the terms, some of the nomenclature that surrounds this animal? Before you know it, we've got a mob cigar, we've got a sentry cigar, we've got a rival mob cigar. And what was that genus that they come up with that you, you maybe know? Uh, oh, sir- yeah, Sericata. Sericata. So they got a Sericata cigar. So that's the way they kind of come up with, with the names. It's a Latin uh, name, Latin yeah. name and, for Meerkat. Yeah. And, and we, when we talk about, you know, where the best cigars are made, everybody talks about Cuba. Hey, I'm not going to say that these cigars are better than Cuban cigars, but let's just remember that that the Dominican Republic is probably where the most of the uh, vast majority of cigars, 40% of cigars that are manufa- manufactured yeah. and sent out are coming by way of, of the Dominican Republic and the area where these cigars were made is often considered the cigar capital of the world. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're talking yeah. about an area that puts out some pretty good stuff. Uh, I don't want to say anything about the companies just to say we're talking test of time, every all parts of this. I mean, a family that's been involved for since 1925. So, you know, you don't hang around since 1925 and put out a poor product. So, no, no, yeah. you're right about that, John. And, you know, just by way of review, I don't know, uh, you may want to say a few words about your experience with cigar. Uh, oh, yeah. For uh, yeah, quick tip for, for the kids at home. Uh, if, if you do decide to smoke a cigar and uh, they can be very tasty, this cigar is excellent. But the real hallmark of a good cigar versus a great cigar is how long it's good, because almost yeah. all cigars are good with the first puff. Right. But what happens is, is that the taste starts compounding as you smoke it and it gets stronger. And so, yeah. And it can also become more something. That's just a blank there. More bitter, more sweet or whatever. This cigar was an above good cigar. I would say it was a very good cigar because I smoked it down to about a third before I started noticing a change. Uh, toward the adverse in the taste. So that's good. That's more than good. That's very good. The excellent cigars, they're good all the way down. I would, oh, my comment would be that this is a cigar that draws real well. In other words, you don't get a hernia trying to smoke it. Uh, by, I know, already have a hernia. On, you know. Does that count? Uh, yeah, well, you're you're not going to get any more hernias, or your hernia will okay. be more pronounced uh, at, okay. by smoking good the cigar. Hear. I, and I also think that since you don't have to draw as hard to do it, that means you get the lighter puffs, you get the quality, they'll stay longer. You're uh, right. It, You're so right. that's what I really notice about it. Now, if, you know, we all just evenly, you know, you got to make sure that you have it evenly, uh, you know, lit up. So you don't have the wrapper kind of going up, you know, the side too far, this and that, whatever. You know, it's just normal stuff. But hey, yeah, I, yeah, I got something for you here. Now, you really like community cigars. Yeah. There's a word you would use to describe, to describe, or a phrase you would use to describe uh, somebody like that, isn't there? I think you just took a deep dive into our word. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. That is, it is purveyor, purveyor, uh, mm. P-U-R-V-E-Y-O-R. I mean, this is a word that was used in the research we did for the cigars, and it's also a word that kind of quite often you see on a truck that's, 
you know, providing uh, uh, an item like to a restaurant, maybe like beef, mm-hmm. seafood, etc. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So purveyor. Uh, and what does it mean? It's a per- person or company that habitually provides or supplies a particular item. Yep. So the, the definition I've got, the example is George's finest purveyors of premium cigars, coffee, pipes, etc. And that's, of course, referring to our source, Community Cigar. I think what's Excellent. interesting about this word is that quite often you it has the connotation of being high quality. It but does. Actually, the reason it has that is because purveyor usually has a connotation of high quality in the sentence or right, right beside it. So in our case, it's the word premium uh, that's used, of course, finest purveyors of premium cigars. And so that's 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 the good word. And, uh, that is a good word, John. And I, excellent. Uh, and I, like I said, we we will put the a link to, to the, the place. And I and there and I mean they answer the phone. They let you know mm-hmm. what's going on. You can keep yeah. track of where you're tracking your oh, cigar, by the way, that, whatever. The shipper put a note in my in my uh, package that I got. Did he? What did he do? Yes, yeah, she, <laughs> she, yeah, yeah. She put a note and said, said Jerry, enjoy your meerkat. Even use my name and everything. And it's oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's, you're, you're, it's, it's on a piece wow. of paper, handwritten, handwritten. Oh, yeah. nice. So nice. Wow, touch. Like I recommend these guys. Yeah, yeah, they're they're solid citizens. Uh, yeah, and they and what they do is they they're sort of like this is not to give a con, uh, an indication that they deal with low quality cigars, but they they seize upon grabbing odd lots of cigars that you know small small uh, releases. These are not. These are not. This isn't a cigar that is released all the time. This is a limited release, specially yeah. made cigar, sort of yeah. like a, a small batch of beer that you see once, it's there once, and then it's gone. Well, in this case, that's the reason we it's like our t-shirts. Shirts. It's like our, our t-shirts. t-shirts. Yes, such a deal. Limited release. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Look, well, we got five minutes. Let's see if we can do it. Our two takes has to do with the fact that we got May nineteenth coming up, in which the women's the WNBA. The Women's National Basketball Association is going to start their season. And as they begin to start their season, it's maybe time before we start talking about the stats, this and that, and the players. Taking a look at the way that these ladies get paid, and are they getting paid a fair sum? And so we decided to take a look and see what's going on. And uh, we found out a couple of things. Number one, first, Mm -hmm. don't go trying to compare the the five million average salary that a that a uh, the the NBA gives to their players versus the salary that we give to the women because your salary does have uh, is indicated or uh, it's correlated with your with with the amount of revenue audience. that's coming in. Audience, yeah, so you yeah. got you got yeah you got an audience. You got to have total revenue, whether it be gate, whether it be TV merchandise, etc. But that doesn't mean that we can't take a look at this and see if their deal is fair, because the deal that they strike is when the women go up against the ownership and do the collective bargaining and come up with a with a uh, CBA, a collective bargaining agreement. And yeah. so we, t- we decided to take a, a take a hard look at this and see. And what's interesting, you're talking about a 300 page document, the CBA, the document that actually comes up with this. And most of it is it has to do with uh, a lot of it actually has to do with the actually the salary. And they've got a salary cap, which is very restrictive. 
The teams can only spend so much money collective in total for their players. And within that framework, they've got to give only a limitation as to rookies, limitation with respect to then their regular players. Uh, you can imagine for 300 pages, you've got a lot of detail, very specific as to what you can do. What's and there's a salary though, cap. Salary cap. There's a salary cap. I mean, so though there's a cap in terms of the total you can do, and there's a cap as to what you can do for individual players. So if you take a look at that, just to throw out a few numbers, highest played uh, paid players are getting about $150,000 per season this year. Now that can go up a little bit, but very little, 3% each year through the end of their present uh, uh, agreement, which is uh, 2027. So there's only two pages in this document that are devoted to really the critical piece that gives them an opportunity to make more than the salary. And that has to do with the sharing of what's called league revenues. There's there's team revenues, there's local revenue, that's the revenue you get from the gate. But WNBA in the last couple of years has done very well in establishing a relationship with the, their TV and the TV ratings have been very good. So that is shared, that's what you call league revenue. And that revenue is national TV and a, uh, and a couple other things is shared you know, equally by the clubs. Now, the WNBA mm -hmm. is getting it's 20%. The men in the NBA, it's 50. But the, the wow. percentages only tell part of the of the of the story. They, in yeah, fact, they don't yeah. tell the full story. The problem lies in the fact that the men are getting their percentage based upon gross revenue, gross league revenue. While the accountants go to work on the doggone uh women the wnba's idea of revenue and decide that they're going to net it they're going to put some expenses against it and they have benchmarks so in other words it has to go over a certain amount before you begin sharing and guess what this this doggone agreement that they signed in 2020 they've never even had a chance they haven't gone above the benchmarks so clearly they are not getting an opportunity to, sh to share what i consider just uh, is probably the fastest growing revenue stream going with the, the women. And that is the national TV. I mean, yeah. It, it, and it, it's, well, see, it's very, very yeah, sad. Just think about it. There's only so many butts you can put in so many seats at a, in, a, in a field house, right? Yeah. And, and But the number of people you can get watching TV, they have a lot of room for growth there. So this is important, really, if you think about it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and so it, it's it, it's the difference maker for them in terms of yeah. trying to improve their pay, and it's just not being delivered. Now, of course, part of the problem, I think, here is that these women are interested in getting this, the, the, the benefits, the side benefits that are so important, you know, things such as meal allowance, uh, expenses, et cetera. Child care plan. Ch yeah, child care is an incredibly important thing for them. And short-term disability, I mean, that's how... You get yep. paid while you're, you know, when you're pregnant, et cetera. So, you know, those are items that they've worked hard and they've probably done a fairly good job. Now it's time for them to look at it and do something a little bit more. Just one other point about the WBA. Of course, the owners feel that they've done a great job of giving them an opportunity. They said, we want something. We want something from you guys. We're they gave them nothing. You. They gave them nothing. Well, they gave them, bastard they, owners gave them squat. Well, they basically made it more difficult because you see these ladies quite often because they don't get paid that much. It's 150 sounds like a lot, but for basketball players, so some of them actually, when they're not playing in the WNBA, go across to the Europe and play in some of their leagues there. And sometimes they're making more money 
with those with the league uh, with yeah. the, with the Europe, uh, Europe and, league, yeah. but but the problem is that quite often those their their seasons overlap with the WNBA and the owners don't like that so they said look hey if you're if you overlap and you end up staying in Europe and playing we're going to penalize you and it's possible if you don't get your your behinds back to the states to play in time we could actually take penalize you for a whole year suspend you so yep. that's that's a bad news now you're saying boy they're 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 caught in a corner here but there's a little light here because in the future because they've got what's called an opt-out that yeah. means that that contract that they signed through 2027 they can start they can say we're going to opt out of the contract in after the 2025 season and and so they need to give a notification in 2024 that they're going to opt out and I would uh, that's probably pretty obvious that that's what these ladies need to do. So, yeah, if they, uh, you know, they're going to hear this, right? They listen to our podcast, I'm sure. And yeah. it's well known that we're fans of ladies basketball. And I'm sure we'll get we'll get pulled into the new negotiations because, you know, we saw this coming, right? Two Groaners provided to us by Vincent Anthony Lauder, Jr., who happens to be down in Arizona, but he still delivers. He gave us some groaners. What? kind of milk comes from forgetful cows what kind of milk comes from forgetful cows forgetful cows oh huh. uh, i don't know john oh milk of amnesia <sighs> that, that that's that's, that's terrible it, it, it's pretty bad not easy not an easy one yeah that's a, that's a tough one that's one so i thought well i'd go to the it's good though if i can't yeah come i like it another one so what do you call a cow that is laying down what do you call a cow that is laying down <laughs> this is bad <laughs> <laughs> i don't know ground beef Oh man, you, oh. you got me on this one. I got nothing this week. Oh well. Yeah, well, you've been doing pretty well, so yeah, yeah. You know, there's always next week, right? 